Last time on Eidolon Crush, Team Crush 4D successfully took down the target, as well as Beck Black Widow, their last real rival in the game. So that left them as the favorites to win the wish. Only thing is, they have to actually find the host, yours truly, if they're going to get that wish. I'm sure it'll be a very uneventful little stroll over to the status center, and they don't got to worry about it. Alright, when we left off, uh, I believe uh, y'all beat the Scorpion, so that's yeah. good, but uh, shit seems fucked. No, I think shit seems fine. Every, If I remember correctly, everyone was in my shoulders, and we were gonna go get our reward, and everything was happy and good. Uh-huh. Yeah. The pillars of darkness opening up around the city. Oh, I'm sure that's just part of the game or something. It, it, sure, sure. It's not like it matters. I'm going to ask for my wish, and then everything's going to get restarted, so nothing here matters. Hey, uh, on the subject of nothing here matters... Uh-huh. Mega would like to do two things before anything else happens. Okay. Uh, the first thing is uh, she would like to talk to Angel. Okay, yeah, no, Angel seems... Pretty rattled by everything that's going on. Hey, hey, Angel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I have an idea, and I need you to trust me on this, okay? Uh huh. All right, you you can make stuff dense and heavy, right? Can you make stuff like super light? Yeah, sure. No, that's that's how I was just sort of floating around. The okay. Other day. Listen, when I when I give you the signal. I, I don't know exactly what it'll be. It'll probably just be me yelling Angel now. I need you to make everything in the building that we're about to go to, except for you, me, and Tori, incredibly light. Are we talking, like, feather light or, like, helium light? Uh, hmm. You know what? Whatever you can manage. long as I can knock them around real good. Yeah, sure. I, I can do that. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I was honestly expecting to make a glam roll there, but that's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, the other thing Megan would like to do uh, is I'd like to make a ready-for-anything draw. Okay, uh, I believe you draw two cards for that? Uh-huh, and the specific plan that this ready-for-anything is for is that some is I'm going to have to play along for now with everything that's going to happen, but at some point I'm going to have to betray... Ricky and probably Walter and uh, what's her name? The evil uh, MC VTuber. Indigo? Indigo, yeah. All right, you get the star and the moon. Maxie, I can't believe you would give me the moon and the stars. How how sweet. <laughs> Aww. Aww. 
I'll give you all that and more, I promise. Um, also, Walter, I believe you still have your resonant card, which is death. That's right. As night falls, the city of Boston is overwhelmed by whatever Indigo has set in motion, piece by piece. Temporary stalls, erected for the New Year's Eve festivities, are rendered as still as insects in amber. Whatever is taking place, passerby without a view into the undertow either do not see or do not care what is happening. The five of you are moving quickly enough at this point that you don't have too much trouble outrunning the growing field of inverted space, but that's not really what you have to worry about. One after another, as you move, roads and alleyways are getting blocked off, forcing you to take regular detours on your way to Building 32. It's not too much of a problem, until you approach the Longfellow Bridge, which is currently packed with passerby on their way to one or another first night event, almost all of them frozen in time by pillars that reach from the bottom of the Charles River to the very apex of the stormy late evening sky. So, just to clarify, um, so what's in front of us right now? Uh, You're looking at the Longfellow Bridge, which is the most direct route to uh, where you need to be. there's a bunch of those, like, pillars of inverted space. Um, I'd say they're not, like, completely contiguous. There's enough normal space that you could theoretically weave between them if you were very fast, but that seems risky. Under the circumstances. Okay, so our path is basically being blocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Tori is going to, um look over to Walter and say, I think this might be your area of expertise. Um, my sword is quite large and powerful, but it, it can't warp space. Walter's gonna uh, crack his knuckles and uh, have, have an inspection of, of this uh, obstacle. Alright, sure. I think... Um... I think under the circumstances, we can call that uh, either dredge or genius. Uh, uh, either dredge or investigate, I should say. I'd say investigate. All right, uh, then I'll draw a two gen. Uh, that is going to be the lovers and the devil. I believe the lovers is neutral and the devil is not. Okay, okay. For the lovers, I'll say who's in control. I mean, it's definitely Indigo. Um, It's unclear what she's trying to achieve with these. Um, You don't recall seeing them in any previous round or playtest. You do get the sense that she is trapping Passerby on purpose, and that maybe something is being leached from them. Like, by being present in that inverted space, they are losing something that she wants. Alright, and then for the devil, which is positive because it's inverted, what weaknesses can I Mm -hmm. exploit? Hmm. Alright, I think I'm going to lean into others' profit from your pain here, which is... Even if you're not familiar with these, they are still fundamentally an undertow construct tied to the game. You could probably either 
temporarily negate them or reshape them enough that everybody could pass through easily, it would take a fair amount out of you. Alright. I think what Walter wants to do is, uh, just for himself, not for anyone else, uh, open up the console and type in no clip. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna make you roll for that in this case, since it's not gonna get anybody else across the river. So yeah, you know, you can, you can WASD around to your heart's content. Yeah, he's gonna WASD across. Okay, Walter is currently hovering across the river. Uh, I do like to imagine he's T-posing as he does it. Uh, the rest of you are still on dry land. Uh, hey, Angel. Uh, yeah? Can you make, like, an air walkway for us across the river like you did before? Uh, I could just yeah. swim and you could just grab onto my shoulder. It is December 31st. It's fine. It's like you've never swum in a frozen lake. I am not going into a river in full armor. Yeah, you you're gonna be holding on to me. You can't no, hold on to no, me. No, I I will not hold on to you. Okay, I'll hold on to you. I'll carry am, you under no, my arm. No, there will I be start trying there to will grab be no holding. Uh, personal bubble. I have a personal bubble. No holding. No, you don't. I can grab you. Why? Why would you say that? You don't have a personal bubble. Ricky, if you want to go swimming, that's fine. But the rest of us will find our own way across. Oh, I thought we were a team. She looks legitimately brokenhearted. Oh. <laughs> uh, Megan says nothing and turns back to Angel. So about that, uh, uh that bridge. Yeah, no, no, I should be able to do that. Um, let's see, I think... I'm trying to think of what would really be drawn here. I mean, if I'm if I'm trying to convince someone to do something, it sounds like a glam. Yeah, we'll treat this as a glam. I think what happens is Angel crouches down by the edge of the road um, and starts forming this air walkway, but... Almost as if directly in response, uh, bits of the sky and river directly, like, above and below uh, that bridge start to black out as well. And he's clearly straining somewhat to actually get it all shaped up without uh, suffering psychic damage, let's say. So I think... um, Megan, if you want to try and keep his spirits high or guide him through doing that, I think that would be a glam. Okay, hold on. You you can do this, buddy. I'll here, you concentrate on the bridge and I'll carry you across. And then oh. uh I got I got three glam. Alrighty. Let's see, that is the world, the Empress, and the magician. Uh the magician is an impossible success. The world is, for a single moment, the world bends to your will, and the Empress is, you create something. Empress is the neutral card, the other two are positive. Here's the thing, I want a positive result, but thematically, the Empress makes the most sense. Yeah, I I think the Empress works here. Sure, Uh, yeah, let's go with the Empress. So, yeah, I think Angel manages to get the bridge mostly stable. Whenever a pillar starts breaking through it, he's able to reshape it, which slows you down a little bit, but... He's quick enough that he managed to get, a, to get across. It definitely does take a bit out of him. He's not passing out or anything, but, you know, he's, he's a bit sweaty. He's clearly having trouble keeping it intact until uh, you and 
Tori are on the other side, and at that point it dissipates pretty quickly. I am imagining that while this is happening, Ricky has just been swimming, doing a polar bl- bear plunge through. Yeah, the I mean, I, I guess we. I thought we were a team. I thought we were together. But if no one is being like, okay, come, Ricky. I don't. I mean, I think you could use the walkway. Nobody's stopping you. Okay, then I guess I'll. Unless if someone stops me, uh, things are gonna happen. But otherwise, I guess I'll use the walkway. Uh, is anybody stopping her? No. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, I think uh, you all managed to get to the other side pretty easily. Um, hey, Walter good job! Just you did. You did great. Uh, thanks. Just, just, just trying to get us to the end. Uh, Walter is definitely still just like hovering there. Yeah, he's t posing, slowly rotating. Uh, but the good news is this actually brings you pretty close to the data center. Um, I would say, like, just a bit more running. You should be able to get there, uh, without any real resistance. All right. I think, I think we go there. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) I wasn't sure if any of you wanted to, like, say something first. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm basically imagining you continue to keep a, keep a brisk pace as you make your way down the street, um... The fading lights quickly hemming you into the main road, but you are able to reach the entrance to the building, uh, which, as mentioned on the last episode, in addition to the normal crumpled sheet metal against brick look, there's also just these endless neon paths spiraling out of the top. Uh, The door is definitely locked on this thing. I think uh, you rattle the handle and it's just not budging. Now this I can handle. Um, I will just take out my sword and uh, sort of flip it out, flip it over to the to the bludgeoning side, basically, and mm-hmm. then just smash the, the door open. Yeah, the pommel. All right. Uh, let's see. So drawing pow for breakthrough. That'll be three. Yep. Uh, let's see. We have the chariot. Which I believe is positive. Oh, the chariot's neutral. The chariot is my resonant card. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, the chariot, your resonant card. Uh, the high priestess or the hierophant. Uh, two of those are neutral, but I believe since it's your resonant, the chariot would actually act as positive. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use the chariot. All right. And then uh, so I apply the card's normal forecast, then set it aside. You may play this card instead of the cards you draw when you use recall or reverse recall. All right. Yeah, I think uh, a single strike from Night of the Wind is enough to just blast the doors open. Uh, they don't come off the hinges or anything, but they are forced open with a gale force bringing the snow inside the foot of the building. It is empty, which you would expect for a locked building at this time of night, but it's hard to say exactly what feels off as you step in. There is just an overwhelming sense of wrongness, and not so much a sense that you're being watched, although you almost certainly are, but a sense that despite the building being empty, you are surrounded. Yeah, I'm gonna go in, like, um, this time with the sword right side up, uh, and just, 
basically going in ready for a fight. <laughs> uh, at least for now, nothing appears to be attacking you. It is uh, just an empty room with completely fucked vibes. It appears to be clear at the moment. Uh, can I dredge to see if I can figure something out about the room? Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see. That will be two biz. All right. Uh, you have the Emperor and the Tower. The Emperor is neutral. You succeed due to a singular focus. And the Tower is negative. Something terrible happens. <laughs> I feel like I got to go with the Emperor then. Okay. As you all make your way into the building, it is very difficult for you, Megan, to really get a feel for what you're sensing, but you are reaching out into the undertow and you are forcing uh, Open Your Heart to search as hard as it can. Uh, And eventually, there's a small heart that traces... It's it's a few floors up, but you can see it is tracing a shape in the wall, and as it shines and fades away, you can just see... From here, it's hard to make out the shape exactly, and yet you know exactly what it is. It is a human brain suspended in some kind of fluid. Wait, where, where is this brain? Uh, it is just... Seemingly mounted in the wall, a ways up. Is that is that brain familiar? Is that indigo? You don't think it's indigo. You don't really recognize the owner of the brain at all. It's just a brain. And it's it's in a jar, or um, I'm imagining sort of like a bubble or a porthole, like inside the wall, invisible unless you seek into the undertow. Hey, why is why is there just a human brain in the wall? There's a what? Oh, that's I don't know. Seems like th- this feels like you know a creepy final level, maybe secret challenge type of place. Brains on the walls is normal. Probably because it needs to think. I I mean, normally when something is in a wall, it's it's like fried chickens. So you can. Get your HP yeah, the back. Yeah, power of chicken. Wall, wall chicken. Yeah, well, know about wall chicken. I am not eating a human brain. Okay, thank you. Yes, that's what I am saying. It is unusual for a non-food object to be inside a wall. Listen, I mean, human. Yeah, maybe that's the taboo. But brain itself, there's nothing wrong with eating brain. I mean, it's a little fatty. There's not as much protein as you'd like. You are a very unsettling person. You know that. Millions of people, different cultures eat brains. It's not that weird. It is weird when you specifically apply it to say that it is fine for a brain to be inside a wall. Yeah, like, listen, it's not about, we're not worried about the dietary value. We're worried about a thing that should be inside a person's skull is in a wall instead. I mean, what happens to your brain after you die? It gets in the wall, I guess. It rots, and then it stops functioning, because if it kept going after we died, that would be horrifying. It's probably just like a weird glitch of this game. Let's finish, get our prize, and move on. I'm just saying, if if you're not using your brain anymore, you might as well let someone else use it. I see. (laughs) You have some really twisted views on how humans work. 
And that also applies to you, Ricky. Like, Walter's got an excuse. I don't know what your deal is. I'm just like a normal person. You're very aggressive. I am aggressive. You're aggressive. I am. You, you put yourself you? in a time you limit loop to, to game forever. Yeah, because it's fun. It's okay. You want to remember this. It's fine. I think while uh, the four or five of you are arguing about this, uh, Tori can see over her shoulder that uh, that uh, inverted space or whatever, it hasn't stopped and it does appear to be approaching the door almost deliberately. Okay, Tori just going to ignore uh, the argument happening and just g- is going to run up the stairs. Uh, stairs are not the idol on pop style, so Walter's going to no-clip through the ceiling. Uh, I guess I'll go up the stairs. Okay, m- while most of you are going upstairs, I think uh, Walter no-clips through what should be... Uh, eventually, you know, he no-clips through the ceiling, there's a floor above that, he keeps going higher and higher, uh, and eventually does no-clip clean through what should be the roof of the building... Uh, but he's just in another room, which basically looks like it was constructed out of polygons. It looks close to real, but it was clearly designed and constructed uh, out of whatever allows Bitcrush to manipulate the undertow. This one's also empty, but I think uh, as, as he keeps ascending, just goes through room after room, similarly constructed, uh, until eventually he reaches what looks like a penthouse apartment and definitely should not be in this building uh and there is a woman wearing I'm trying to think she's wearing like a hoodie but there's a logo on it and it doesn't look like a real logo it looks like it was AI generated uh and some jeans and she's just flutzing around on a computer Hey, Indigo. Oh, hey, Walter. You got here early. Where, where's the other four? Uh, they took the stairs. Rookie mistake. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, are you going to want to take their wish or what? I don't really know what we're, uh, what we're going with here. Alright, well, if I got here first, then that, that means I won the wish fair and square, right? Uh, I mean, it would feel kind of unfair to put them through all that, not even let them get the chance to plead their case. And honestly, I don't even know what you'd wish for. I mean, you're just an AI protocol, right? I, I, I still have desires. I, I have wishes. Uh, okay, N- name any of them, Walter. Uh, well... I, I, I wish we could work out all the bugs. Oh, Walter, I have good news. That wish has already been granted. This is the last night that uh, Bit Crush is going to be local to Boston. I thought you knew that. Wait, where, where are we going? Well, uh, I figured now that we have a good presence in, well, I'd, I'd say Massachusetts. Boston is the only city here that I give a shit about. Uh, you know, expand across the eastern seaboard. Uh, from there, probably the rest of the United States. Filter into Canada. Maybe the UK, maybe Japan, and then, uh, you know, bit by bit, go worldwide. Well, looks like I'm going to have plenty of work ahead of me. Uh, 
don't know. I mean, I mean, the game is mostly working at this point. I, I would feel bad about letting you go to. Hmm. I'll have to think about it. What is even the cost of keeping me on? You don't pay me. Uh, yeah, but... You know how it is with, uh, power draw, computer cycles. Walter is mining Bitcoin in the background. <laughs> yeah, Walter, have you been mining Bitcoin? Because we need to talk about that. I First of all, been... the, the value cratered like ten years ago. Why would I need cryptocurrency? I can just steal things. You know what? You can just steal things. Uh, but I don't know. That could get in the way. And I think before she can finish that sentence, uh, the four of you managed to open the door into this inexplicable apartment. Uh, and I am imagining that all of you except Ricky are just exhausted from the climb. Uh, yes. If anyone got too tired, she would pick them up unless they protest. Is, is anyone in my shoulders right now? No. <laughs> Other than Angel? It's probably just Angel. We have come uh, to claim our prize. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Great job, everybody. Uh, is it going to be the usual, Ricky? Absolutely not. Don't worry about them. They. No, you just, will worry about us. They're not going to remember this. I'm not even going to remember this. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ricky. I got yeah. here first, so the wish is mine, fair and square. Uh, you are you are technically with the company, so you are not allowed any rewards or uh, awards because you're, you know, that would be a conflict of interest. You're participating, you're bad at these things, but you actually can't get the rewards. Ooh, if you look, look at, at page 87 let's, in let's the fine the print of the EULA. Uh, the EULA does just say no rules just right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything in the EULA prevents me from winning. I mean, I, I'll i call my lawyers if I need to. Yeah, you do that. I'm, I'm calling my lawyers. Uh, Megan is going to use those two having a very distracting argument as an opportunity to sneak up on Indigo, and I would like to reveal my master plan. Okay, what is it? Uh, I'm going to yell, Angel, now! And then I'm, go and then once uh, Indigo is super light and not very dense, and you know just generally a lot less sturdy than she would normally be, uh, Megan's gonna sucker punch her. Okay, I like this. And I'm uh, ready for anything earlier, so I'm just gonna play the star on this one. Alrighty, let's see what the star gives you. Uh, a new direction reveals itself. All right, so yeah, I think you are able to just slam your fist into Indigo's face with no resistance. She gets sent spiraling through the air, spinning across the room, and as she goes, more hearts open up on the walls of this room. Uh, but as they do, they reveal... It's still clearly built out of the undertow, but it looks more real underneath this sort of facade this is not an apartment building. The walls appear to be made out of metal and carbon fiber. Uh, every so often, it uncovers another one of those little portholes with a brain behind it. Wires crisscross overhead. Um, and once Indigo slams into the back wall and just sort of very slowly drifts back to the floor, I think she... Uh, 
raises a hand to wipe off her face, and she's just like, Well, that seems really unnecessary, Megan. Yeah, that's just rude, Megan. Why are you so aggressive? We have come to end BitCrush. This game is perverse. Ricky, you of all people should understand the true spirit of gaming. And Megan is going to dramatically point a finger at Indigo. And she's going to yell, 1v1 me, bro! Holy shit, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... I am going to, uh... I'm gonna need you to dazzle. Uh, Give me three cards. (laughs) Yep. For the record, Ricky's not a gamer. She's a competitor. It's very different. (laughs) Well, you should also theoretically be super not dense right now. (laughs) Oh, if you want that to apply, let me know, because I have a move. (laughs) Oh, fun. Uh, Anyway, this is an incredible draw that you just got, Mike. Yeah. Uh, We have the hermit. Your actions isolate you. Mm-hmm. The fool, you become who you are needed to be in this moment. And uh-huh. justice, which uh, I believe is the situation becomes more fair. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I, okay, I'm not going to play the fool because that's my dissonant. But, oh, boy, both justice and the hermit sound really good. Uh, mm, let's. You know what? Let's go with the hermit just for thematic tension. Okay, yeah, I think Indigo just gives you a little nod. Very well. I will give us a properly isolated battlefield. And she raises her hands to the sky and kind of does like... You know how Doctor Strange is always doing little movements with his hands? Yeah. She does does a little hand thing and space folds as everybody but Indigo and Megan are sort of pushed to the side of the room and the two of them are facing each other head on at a direct uh, a direct horizontal line from each other with everybody else in the background okay so as not to hog things does anybody else want to do something (laughs) Uh, what, what is the mechanism by which the wish is made now that's a very good question. Is there a holy grail? Uh, there is not a physical, tangible object. It is basically done through Indigo's will and control over the undertow in the region. More mundane wishes can also be granted by mundane means. Like if somebody just wishes for money, she can just wire them a million bucks. I think while this is happening, um... Tori is going to take the chance to, like, look around a bit. She is specifically trying to find if they're, like, if this place is connected to, like, a central server structure. Okay, yeah. uh, I'll have you roll investigate for that. Sure, that'll be two cards. All right. We have the world and the magician. Uh, an impossible success, or the world bends to your will. Uh, both of those are positive cards. So what questions did you want to ask? What's hidden here? I guess I'll use the world for that. All right. I think um, you're able to essentially find the seams that Open Your Heart has already torn open, and you can't necessarily rip them further yourself, at least not nearly as quickly, but you are able to get a sense for the shape of the structure you're in, you're starting to realize 
the walls are actually curved. They only look like they're straight if you are buying into the illusory form. Hey, big um, mood. <laughs> <laughs> the, the walls are curved. There is a central core, uh, essentially where what looks like Indigo's PC setup is. And the more you look around you, looking at the windows that are spaced evenly around this room, looking at the doorway in, which looks much sturdier than you realized at first glance and has a second doorway behind it, you are gradually coming to the realization that you are currently inside a flying saucer. Okay. (laughs) What weaknesses can I exploit? (laughs) I think in addition to the servers and presumably the core of the ship being centered on the area where Indigo's PC seems to be, there are also, you know, wires overhead, um, and there are the various brain vats, which... I don't know if you would want to just start smashing those open. That seems like it could be bad. But on the other hand, it would definitely be bad for Indigo. Okay. I'm gonna play it cool for now. Okay. (laughs) And just kind of see what happens. All right. Uh, Megan, I think Indigo starts by taking a few steps towards you. She's kind of like bouncing upwards almost as if she's walking on the moon due to how you know light she is uh but then as she's about mm, a meter meter and a half away she just suddenly flashes out of existence in a blur and then uh from behind you you can hear her saying heads up uh okay i would like to I would like to try and use uh, open your heart to kind of anticipate the blow coming since the person fighting me seems chock full of secrets. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Uh, We'll call that beat the odds plus genius. Sure, give me two cards. All right, let's see. That is the priestess, the supernatural acts through you, or the hierophant, you discover something. The hierophant is my resonant card, so let's go with that. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see, what's your resonant effect? Uh, you just read the forecast like normal, but then I get to pocket that and use it later like it's a ready-for-anything card. Okay, noted. So yeah, I think, uh, open your heart. You just get this sense that the blow is coming even before she starts swinging, and you dodge out of the way just in time for it to barely graze your face. I think Megan's just gonna be like, thanks for the warning! Oh, you like trash talk, don't you? I respect that. I'm getting a taste for it. I think Ricky's rubbing off on me, and I hate it. Good job! I'm proud of you! She, like, uh, uh, rubs Angel's hair and's like, I taught her that. Uh, Okay, (laughs) yeah. Uh, I think it proceeds along those lines for a few strikes. You keep easily predicting and dodging her attacks as they come. Uh, But then you suddenly get the sense that you're going to be attacked from all directions at once. And before you can really figure out a plan to handle that, you feel your body seizing up as you are 
basically put in a telekinetic lock. Um, ah! I'm imagining uh, Indigo clenching her fists a little bit and, like, raising it up as you levitate. <sighs> well, I guess, uh, doesn't work too well if you can't dodge, huh? Is, uh, is Indigo's gamer rig around here? Yeah, no, it's just out. Yeah, I think, uh, She didn't while, even lock it. While she's distracted with the fight, Walter wants to go ahead and log on and just go to the, the sketchiest, skeeviest websites and hit all the big green flashing download buttons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm, I'm sh- I think this would probably count as genius because you're specifically trying to find the worst possible shit to load onto this computer. That's right. All right, let's see. That is the tower inverted. Uh, something <laughs> wonderful happens. <laughs> or the fool inverted. In this moment, you are inescapably yourself. It's gotta be the tower inverted. All right, yeah. In that case, I think... It works basically as planned. You start downloading various toolbars, uh, s- sketchy antivirus. Uh, you're torrenting as many things as possible, both in the hopes that they'll have viruses and to just, like, fuck with the internet speed because of all the downloads. Um, and I think once you really get going, the illusory nature of the room is wiped away entirely, and its form as a UFO is now very visible to everyone involved um oh neat it's a ship i think at that point uh indigo realizes what's happening and she like drops uh megan in shock and she's like what what are you doing what the fuck walter i'm just trying to help you out i'm downloading more ram you can't download ram i I think (laughs) her own appearance is starting to glitch out as well revealing uh underneath the facade of a fairly ordinary-looking woman in a hoodie and jeans. Uh, you are starting to see take shape. Uh, basically, it's actually just her online avatar, but it's not a little 2D anime girl. It is a very real alien woman uh, with flowing pink hair and a snappy black and gold outfit that looks somewhere between like a ball gown and a military dress uniform. Oh, hell yeah, she's hot, says Ricky out loud. I'm gonna say that, uh, at when Indigo released Megan, Tori quickly rushed over and did like a kneeling slide to catch her. I, I think when that happens, uh, Megan kind of leans back with one one hand, like the back of her hand, pressing against her forehead, and there's sparkles and stuff. <laughs> Are you okay? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I should be. You put up Oop. a good fight. I'm very Thank proud you. of you. Now, see, that's a lot nicer to hear that from you than from Ricky. Uh, you did so good! I'm oh so boy. proud of you! That's my friend! Aw, aren't they all so cute, Blue Crew? And I think you hear just, like, studio audience awe.wave play. Aww. Okay, whose brains are these? Oh, those? Yeah, no, the other brains. The the other brains in the other room that yeah, we were okay, all... Yes, yeah. thank you. I was trying to do it with a little bit of Penelope. I don't know if you've noticed this, but like I have a whole thing where I'm trying to put mm-hmm. on a show. She's here. an entertainer? Please, thank, have a little Thank respect. you, Ricky. Game recognizes yeah. game. You know I love you. Yeah. Anyway, those are the previous contestants. You know how it is. Uh, I'm actually... 
I guess I might as well just come clean about this whole thing. Uh, I'm trying to get together a whole, like, psychic power bank so I can become the most powerful person on my home planet, return after they very rudely exiled me just for doing what I could with what I had. Yes, I can't imagine why someone such as you would be exiled. Okay, okay. I could do without the sarcasm. And also, I'm going to say something real quick. I'm, in, I'm enjoying this little uh, this little friendship moment here, but um, this doesn't seem one-on-one to me, so I think I might just have to even the odds a little bit myself. And she is going to snap her fingers, and as she does, two things happen. The first is that Walter's body starts glitching out very severely, to the point where, like, the physiology starts warping in the way that, you know, a 3D model will if you fuck with all the values. Uh, Walter, you're down to battered, and your Eidolon is severed. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the and the other thing that happens is, um, Ricky just goes completely limp and falls to the ground. Uh, am I still here, or am I... Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Let- let's spin this scene a bit, and then I'll explain where you are. See, I, I think uh, it's Indigo, the four of you, one of whom is glitching out and one of whom is exhausted, and uh, Ricky's lifeless body. She cracks her knuckles, and she says, All right, now with that out of the way, I'm going to give you two options. You can either give up now and... Well, I won't grant you a wish as such, but I'll, you know, give you a little The Matrix-style thing. You can live in luxury as my, uh, unaware servants providing me with a constant feed of psychic energy. Uh, or I could just kill you and take your brains out. Either way, I win, so it's up to you, really. If I wished to destroy Bitcrush for good, would you do it? I'm, come on, I'm not a genie. I'm not just gonna, like, fuck with my own plans because you asked. Well then, it seems there is one course of action. I'll tell you what. I, uh, I do gotta admire your fighting spirit, but the thing that you have to understand is I have never lost a fight. Well, I lost the one that got me exiled. That one doesn't count. That was, like, everybody against me. I've never lost a fair fight. And, frankly... Four against one is deeply biased in my favor. Uh, and she starts hovering above the floor. You have chosen to be destroyed. Your bodies shall perish, and your minds shall forget all that you have ever known. While I will live and learn! I swear to God. <laughs> and she's going to rush towards Tori uh, hand, like, glowing with power. Okay. I'm actually going to let that happen and just endure it, because I assume she's gonna grab me. Yeah, I think so. This can be a command grab. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm simply, I'm going to let her grab me, and I'm going to endure it. Okay, uh, I think that'd probably be it wouldn't be scrap, because you're not trying to attack. I would say beat the odds plus pow, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that sounds right. All right. You have the choice of the fool, the high priestess, and justice. Uh, let's see. You also have the chariot in reserve. Yes. Uh, that'll be for recall, though, but that is going to happen soon. <laughs> okay. Uh, so 
I think I'm gonna go with the High Priestess. All right, so it's a neutral card. The supernatural acts through you. Uh, I will say, the supernatural is acting through you. You are getting pumped full of psychic energy. I do think you're just going to straight up take damage from that. But also, why don't you tell me why you think this is going to turn out neutral instead of just negative? Because um, the goal here is to basically... Um, Indigo is overconfident. And mm-hmm. she thinks that I am exhausted. Uh, and I'm going to let her think that. So that way uh, she puts herself into a position where she cannot easily escape. Because remember when I rushed over and and slid to, to catch Megan? Oh, you had to drop the sword for that, you, didn't you? You can't catch people with just one hand. I mean, Ricky probably could, but, you know, she's... Yeah. Not at the moment. You ain't got these gains. Yeah, so... When she is in a position where she cannot possibly escape... I'm going to recall my sword straight through her chest. Okay, I really love this. I need to look up recall real quick just to see uh, exactly how this plays out. Uh, oh, it just says draw Ellie. So yeah, you just get like... Yeah, because I'm going to use chariot for that. Yeah, I think we can treat this as essentially qualifying as a positive bombard. So yeah, uh, you are, you know, getting lifted up into the air you're feeling this energy pulse through your body and your mind you feel this it feels almost like an electric shock that's inside your soul uh it doesn't feel good so like i said that will reduce you to winded uh but the upshot is you are able to reach out to night of the wind without her even realizing you're doing that she just assumes you're you know kind of flailing in pain uh, and it shoots out and stabs her right through the torso, and in shock, she does drop you. Okay, uh, that was unexpected. You are overconfident. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit, but can you blame me? You, I mean, you believe all your victims to be beneath you and not worthy of being anything other than your playthings. You are doomed to die. <laughs> oh, no. I'll never die. Especially not to a, a few uh, little weaklings with a hero complex like you. And I think she's going to kind of dislodge her shoulder, dislocate her shoulder, and just like grab hold of the hilt and yank the sword out of her own body and toss it to the ground in front of you. We're only getting started. Good morning, gamers! I hope everyone in the Blue Crew is enjoying the super spectacular grand finale of Bit Crush. Now, I'm sure you're all big fans of the show, and that means you want to support it, right? Well, great news. If you hop on over to patreon.com slash playtest, you can pledge money to the show in exchange for sweet VIP rewards. For $1 a month, you can be a Blue Crew comms officer and receive access to all episodes of Eidolon Playtest one week ahead of schedule. 
For $3 a month, you get to be a Blue Crew Invader, with access to a monthly bonus podcast where Luke and Molly discuss the design of Eidolon Become Your Best Self, and you can read the GM notes from every episode of the show. This week, they even come with a snazzy flowchart to help untangle the wild twists and turns we're gonna be throwing at you. For $5 a month, our Blue Crew Super Soldiers get early episodes, GM notes, and access to the current draft of Eidolon Become Your Best Self, so that you and your friends can run a game of your own. You'll also get a shout-out on the podcast, which I'll get to in a second, but... Last but not least, our lovely Planet Klein nobility at the $10 tier will get access to the Grab Bag, an assortment of bonus content currently mostly podcasts, including Eidolon Pasta, a cooking-themed campaign GM'd by our very own Zoe, Eidolon Playlist, where we discuss music and bands referenced on the show, uh, Eidolon Crush, Eidolon Playlist Crush 40 should be coming up pretty soon, actually, and Yuji Got Fingered, also known as Actually I Meant For You To Jujutsu My Kaisen, where Luke, Iris, Zoe, and Tai talk about an anime where a guy eats a finger, I think. Now then, here's my very special Iblis Indigo thank you to the following fantastic subscribers. Thank you, Sam Maxwell, Henry Chudy, Inalienable Wright, Jade Nebula, Molly, Virgil Purcell, We Shall All Be Healed, Destry Hawk, Freebie, Aaron Cerise, Valerie, Benjamin Lewis, John D., Fair Majesty, Empress Quintilian Galaxion, a fellow noble I see, Dragon Girl Josie, Violet Valentine, Alexander Moore, Cleomancer, Meh, Allison Enticott, David, Becky Scott Fairley, Viking Sorem, Dreshura, and Inkjet. Now then, no more screwing around. It's time for me to wipe the floor with these ungrateful upstarts. Uh, now I would like to cut over to Ricky real quick. Or, more accurately, Ricky's disembodied brain <laughs> one week in the future. Hello. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ricky, you are currently floating in a vat. And normally, you normally uh, you might not know that because you don't have eyes. But you know, you've had your psychic abilities awakened. You can mm-hmm. you can perceive that you're in a vat. Have I perceived that I've been in a vat here for how long? About a week. Uh, I think you can see. It's difficult. You can see Indigo in the room, just chilling, but also. This whole future is increasingly uncertain, so I imagine that it's sort of fading between that and just the sight hmm. of the open sky. Huh. Just... So, th- just to know where I'm at, how, did I experience this, or is this a pre-this-game brain? So, this game is actually after this game. Uh, Basically, what happens, uh, and we can imagine a little flashback here if you like. Mm -hmm. Every past time that Riki Ochoa has won this game and gotten her wish, she explains to Iblis Indigo that she wants to play again from the start. Now, the problem is, of course, you can't travel through time physically. That would be obviously nonsensical. It would break 
all known laws of physics. Uh, frankly, even when you get into the realm of psychic powers and magic, it still seems a bit implausible. But what you can do is, uh, as the existence of clairvoyance would prove, you can send information back in time. So, what you agree to every time before this, and this time as well, is that she will have you send a message to your past self and have her come into the status center, make contact with her past self, and have her brain extracted and replaced with an apparatus that will allow this future version of your brain to essentially control her like a puppet. Uh, from there, it's only a matter of, you know, having your memories properly sanitized to make sure you don't bring in any information mm -hmm. that would make the game too easy to win, yada yada yada, you get the idea. Yeah. You're realizing now, you were never really clear on what happens to the hypothetical future that that future brain resides in. Yeah. Anyway, Indigo is just tapping away on a, on a Nintendo DS at her desk. Uh, I don't think she really even notices that you're awake, as it were, because she wouldn't really have a good way of monitoring that. Yeah. Do I still have my idol on? Yes, you do. Okay, then. I'm going to summon in the lead... And it's this transformer is gonna, I guess, put this brain in whatever jar I'm in inside its c cockpit, inside its chest. I'll be the matrix of leadership for this transformer. Okay, I am loving this. So, yeah, I imagine it does manifest and it just grabs onto the container and, and wrenches it out, it out of the wall and shoves it into itself. You are now essentially piloting your own magic ghost. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do think at this point, Indigo notices it. And like, hey, what what the hell are you doing? I am getting out of here? Uh, no, yeah, I think I'm no, getting out that, of here. Uh, that wasn't the agreement. No, you, you stay in here. You're like one of my most powerful soldiers. I can't have you just like... Oh, that's nice. Waltzing uh, but out question do i remember what actually happened in this game yes i would say so okay so the thing is you turn me off in another future i'm not i'm not very smart here but i think that ends our agreement i don't even know where i am i mean well you you're in where oh this is this is temporally con confusing. You, yeah, you are, no, I have no idea. You are in uh, where you were a week after the game ended. Seems to me like you got your wish, so I think you can get the hell back in your vat, and... I have a question for you. Yeah? What's up? What happened to all to the people I've killed in all these timelines? Oh, I super took their brains, and they're just, like, in my servers. They're... Oh, yeah. Listen, I... Look, this is all so that I can, like, become the most powerful psychic of all time and reinstate my control over my home world. I... I thought we were clear on that part. Not me. That, that's not what I remember. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> that's I not wanted. what you wanted! You... I wanted a competition! Yeah, Fun this, competition! This is the ultimate competition! The stakes are control of an entire planet! I should think that you, of all people, would respect that. I thought everyone I killed was coming back every time. 
I mean, mm, I guess I didn't think too far ahead or behind about the specific temporal effects thereof, but you know, they're, they're still there when you mind jack your past self. It's like they didn't, it's like they didn't get hurt or have their brains extracted. They're gonna again, like every time you do this, and it is, it's actually really convenient for me because they, like, they all get a little stronger each time. It saved me a lot of effort. You have no idea. I've actually been crunching the numbers. We'll be able to take the entire eastern seaboard in like three months. The big ghost mech like plops down, like sitting down. I don't know what to think anymore. I mean, that's kind of my job, so, again, I would love it if you just got back in the vat and, like, waited for us to launch into space. I want to try sending my own consciousness back. Alright. Um, I'm gonna say... We'll call that a beat the odds plus biz. Cool. Alright. I have two, I believe, or three? Yeah, so let's see. I have three. That's Justice and the Fool, and then I have to shuffle the deck real quick. Okay. That should do it. Uh, So yeah, Justice, the situation becomes more fair. Uh, The Fool, you become who you need to be in this moment. Or the Empress, which, let me scroll back up to the Fate deck. You create something. Yes, okay, you create something. Hmm... There's a lot of possibilities to go here. Because I could also play the Ember of any of them, because I have that move that I have yet to use. That's true. You could break something. I could break something. I could become inescapably myself. Or you could make Um, the situation less fair. Less fair. (laughs) I think I'm going to go with the full regular. You become who you are needed to be in this moment. And I'll leave that up to you. Mm-hmm. Where do I end up? Do I end up in the fight right now? Or are we back at the beginning? Do I manage to somehow send my brain back to the very beginning before any of this? All that's up to you. I think in this moment, insofar as that is still a meaningful mm-hmm. thing to say for you specifically, mm-hmm. you are most needed in... Uh, the present? A week ago? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, man, I really dug a grave for myself. Uh, you, I think you're most needed in the fight with your friends. So I think in the lead is able to find the remnants of the system that you were able to use to send your consciousness into the past. And it rips it out of the wall and starts putting it back together and inking it up to itself. And I think uh, the indigo currently facing you is shocked. She's like, wait, wait, can can it do that? Can it? Oh, it, it shouldn't be able to do that. Oh, that's, that's a problem. I guess I'll see you a week ago. And then, yeah, I think uh, there's not even like a moment in between. Like you just suddenly snap to in your body in the past again uh and i think you see indigo you know hovering and monologuing and so on uh not paying too much attention to you walter how are you doing with all this 
Uh, Walter's sort of, uh, keeled over on the floor, coughing out ones and zeros. But he wants to wipe some ones and zeros off his lips and say to Indigo, How many people would it take for this to be a fair fight? <laughs> you, you've got to be joking, right? Just, I'm the most powerful psychic in this galaxy, and that was before I started, you know, feeding off of all these chumps. Frankly, I think it would take the entire population of Boston for it to be a fair fight. And, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but most of them are, like, frozen in time now, so that's not happening. Uh, Walter wants to reveal his master plan. Okay. Walter, what's your master plan? Uh, there's a reason that Walter's been having such a high power draw that Indigo's considered firing him. Even though the whole point of an automated uh, QA program is to not have to pay a whole team. And it's because Walter's been copying himself and partitioning himself into lots of different servers all over the city. And that's where all his many YouTube channels come from. Naturally, naturally. (laughs) Each of them has been building the psychic power of his world independently, diverging and growing in their own ways. And altogether, they are the Onboard Dynamic Intelligence Network, Odin. Alright. And when Walter was on the PC, Indigo's PC, he also opened a link to all the different Odin servers all over the city. And it's been long enough that you can hear a cacophony of over ten different versions of his world blaring from Indigo's uh, surround sound speaker setup. And he wants all of them to start pouring out of her screen to join in on the fight. Alright, let's see. That would be Draw Genius, but you do have the death card if you want to play that. Uh, Is that how the resonant works? Uh, It was uh, upright. Oh, no, you can can apply either upright and reverted. You're right. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'll just draw Gen for you then. Okay. Let's see. So, that is. The Priestess and Temperance. Uh, Priestess is inverted, the supernatural acts upon you. Uh, Temperance inverted is, you're met with an extreme and outrageous reaction. It's gotta be the Temperance inverted. Alright. I think this plan does work. Despite you personally being disconnected from his world, what she did was very fundamentally based on you being a product of the BitCrush system. All of these copies of yourself that have been stored and growing and learning on entirely different servers are not controlled by her. So they do spill forth one by one, each as powerful as it would ever be. Meanwhile, as this is happening, Ricky is picking herself up Uh, Her body is moving differently than it used to, strangely, because she is essentially having to remember how to pilot it after being very suddenly disconnected from it. But this has gone from a two, maybe three on one fight to at least like a 12 on one fight. And uh, let me tell you, Indigo is starting to sweat a bit. Uh, okay, uh, this is not what I expected. Hey, uh, so I would I would like to uh, try and do a quick examination of uh, 
Indigo's alien anatomy. Okay. Uh, where's her brain at? Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think this is quite in investigate, but I think this is maybe uh, beat the odds plus genius. It could also be a dread, but it's the same number of cards either way. Okay. Well, I would like to uh, spend my uh, hierophant on it if I could. Uh, you discover something. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'll tell you what you discover. Uh. And you can actually see this very clearly because of the hole that Night of the Wind ripped over, ripped out of, like, her whole ass torso. There is just a glowing orb at the core of her, and that is her consciousness. It's, you know, it's not quite a brain, it's not quite a computer, it's just, you know, a pulsating pink orb, and that's her heart and her brain in one. Oh my god. She... Hey, Tori! Yes, Master. Uh, wow, okay. Uh, I'm gonna need some time to process oh, that I... later, but... Uh, I woke up to something, huh? True enough to the gamer lifestyle, that glowing thing right there is her weak point. Can you hit it? Of course. Uh, no, no, I don't have a weak point. Who said I had a weak point? Tori will lift... Uh, her Zweihander up into the sky and say, all right, let's finish this. Sheathed in the breath of the planet, a torrent of shining life. Feel our wrath. And then she will bring the sword down uh, and concentrate the wind into almost a pinpoint jet stream. Uh, uh, almost like a, a, a like a laser of cutting wind uh, toward the brain. Alright, uh, call that Scrap plus Pow, so that's three cards. The Wheel of Fortune, the Hermit, or the World? Gotta go with the world. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, Tori, your blade strikes true and this powerful surge of wind and force drives into this orb, her brain, like a pile driver, just hammering this one pinpoint and a crack starts to form and like, rapidly grows across it. Glowing light spills out, not just of the brain, but out of her eyes as she arches her back. I can't believe you've done this. Why? I'm just trying to run a game here. <laughs> Uh, the ten Odins each want to, with a slight delay from each other, so it's sort of a staggered effect, psychically lift up Indigo and throw her against the corner, essentially stun-locking her, all while each of them are saying, It's no use. 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 Ricky's gonna go and check on Megan, like offer a hand, like, I'm sorry, I... I didn't know I was actually killing people. I thought they were just coming back. I'm sorry. We will have time to sort that out later. I can't promise I'm going to accept that apology, though. The hell you will! I think she is basically crumpled in the corner while still getting, like, stunlocked by uh, the very... Take this! It's no use! Take this! 
she does manage to force herself, not into standing position, but at least she's roughly at a 180 degree angle. <sighs> You've given me no choice. I'm going to have to show you the sheer power of the stars that I command. Behold, the void itself. And she waves her hand and suddenly everything is gone, but the people in the room. You are just in a black, airless void. You can see stars and planetoids in the distance, and you're all just floating in space, seemingly unable to move or breathe at all. I have a thing, but it's it's a pretty big thing, so... No, no, I, w- I want to hear it. I mean, we've kind of all done our big things, so... I would like to reveal my master plan that... Yeah, 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 yeah. My Eidolon brought back, because islands are connected to, like, the spirit. And since I brought my spirit back, it brought back the mechanism for the memories. And I want to basically take all of us, an angel, all the the people in my team, I don't know, back another week, back a month, and bring us back to our old selves so we can try to prevent this from ever happening. Okay, I actually, I actually really like this. So that'll be a uh, genius. That is two. I have very good news mm-hmm. for you. You have drawn the magician. You achieve an impossible success, and the star. A new direction reveals itself. I achieve an impossible success. All right. You reach out, not physically, but mentally, to all the others present, to Odin in all his manifestations, to Angel, to Tori, and to Megan, and I'm going to say you don't send your memories back a week, you don't send them back a month, you send them back one year to, actually it would have been only a few days before Bitcrush launched, if I recall correctly, Uh, if I don't recall correctly, don't, don't get my ass in the Discord, please. Um, and you wake up in all these separate rooms. Your, you know, your own rooms in your own cities, if you're not local to Boston. Um, aware of what awaits you in a year. Uh, and I assume that you're all going to strive to meet up. Uh, in Boston, and I don't know what the plan is from there. Go in day one and fuck up Indigo shit before she gets all the brains. Yeah. Yeah, in that case, I think we can, you know, we can montage forward. All of you make your way to the status center. You don't have the AR goggles on because they haven't been distributed yet, but because you are sort of receiving your future knowledge and perception, you can see the UFO that has been present in this location ever since Iblis Indigo first started streaming, uh, and you are able to make your way up to this flying saucer, and bash the door open, and she is in her human guise again at her PC, and she just raises her head and looks over, and she's like, what? I... I'm just gonna rush in and tackle her unless someone's unless we had a plan. 
Not, I, not really. I think Tori's plan was also just to like get in there and beat the shit out of her. Yeah, I'm gonna hold her <laughs> down. I assume Megan's gonna figure something out. Megan and Walter can it's, figure. It's, it's gonna be like that scene in uh, a part five of JoJo where they're all just kicking the guy on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna make you draw for this. You know, she's. Walt, Walter just turns on her inexplicably. <laughs> ah, what the fuck, Walter? I just made you. Ah! You're just. You are pounding on this woman who, quite frankly, is much weaker than she mm-hmm. will be in a year. Uh, you know, she still has psychic power, but not enough to overcome, like, a dozen people. Uh, is Megan is there, or Walter, is there a way you can, I don't know, program this UFO to go, go somewhere else? And, like, we can tie her up or, or something? Well, go! And uh, exile her from Earth? It took me, like, 200 years to get here, Okay, man. Come on! Yeah, and now we, the people of Earth... Are exiling you for your crimes against us, or f- your future crimes? Yeah, get minority reported, asshole. The whole message of that movie was that it was a bad idea. <laughs> get Superman 1978ed. <laughs> I imagine like the UFO should have like a, a record of the places it's been. So like if if we just told it to go back to her home planet. Yeah, it will be at least 200 years, 400, way, way forward and way back. Okay, uh, was it Walter who was going to, uh, reprogram this? I figure a combination of Walter and Megan, maybe? Yeah, that would make sense, I think. Okay, uh, in that case, uh, you both have Gen 2, it doesn't really matter, I will draw Beat the Odds, uh, to Gen, and then one of you can, uh, I believe assist with a tie. That means, what, one extra yeah. card, I believe? Alright, so we're drawing two plus one. Let's see. The Chariot, Judgment, <laughs> and the Tower. Uh, so I'm going to say that Megan is taking point because that's more fun to me. Um, so you exceed your own limits. Uh, your past failures catch up to you, or I guess your future failures, strictly speaking. Or something terrible happens. Um. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? I I don't want to fuck everything up for everybody here right at the end. But mm. I think based on the forecast, it would be very funny for me to play the moon that I've been holding on to. <laughs> something unknown or unknowable interferes. Okay. All right. Oh, let me think about what this would even be. I think, um... Did other aliens figure out what's going on? (laughs) No, you know what I think happens? I think uh, you continue to wail on her, uh, but she does have enough energy to reach out and, like, toss Megan to the side as she's inputting this information to the computer. I will not let all my work be for nothing. Do you have any idea how many years I spent just earning enough money to make this feasible? Uh, but that's not the unknown or unknowable thing that interferes. Uh, I think what actually interferes is the system's defenses, uh, which you know, normally they're easy enough for Walter to bypass, but, uh, in this case... The defenses seem more robust, and I think an image of Indigo's 
VTuber herself appears on screen like it's an interactive pet. And she's just like, Hi guys, I also went back in time. And her, her past self is like, what, Went back in time? What the fuck is going on? You guys are from the future? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. I've I've sort of just been going along with everything. I mean, we talked about your future crimes and stuff. I, f- I feel like that might have been a bit of a giveaway. You pissed enough people that some of us came back, basically. Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to do the whole thing where I'm, like, surprised about that or, like, oh, I had no idea that my worldview was so fucked. Like, listen, I, I knew what I was getting into, but, man, honestly, I just figured I'd be able to kill you without, like, resorting to this. And she points at herself on the computer and herself is like, what are you talking? What are you talking about? This? I'm, I'm doing this. Suffocate them in space thing, and you know they they went back in time. You can even suffocate them in space, right? What do you? Look, okay, look. They're very. They were very difficult to fight. They, there's like, you see how many of them there are? Yeah, but it's it's been like a year, and all that time you haven't like figured this shit out. That's kind of that's kind of embarrassing. I'm gonna have to like rework this plan to be a lot more robust, I guess. It, it seems to me that the two of you need to work out who's uh, who's really the best at this. How, how would we do that when we're the same person? I mean, the same way any true gamer settles yes. any disputes. 1v1. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have you uh, roll Dazzle. Yeah, give me three cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. The devil, you profit from another's pain. Uh, the lovers, which I believe is two paths revealed themselves, uh, yet you were faced with two paths, or the emperor, you succeed due to a singular focus. Oh, hmm. Here's, here's the thing. I, again, love the forecast for the devil on this one, <laughs> but it's a bad card. I mean, I'm going to be real. I will let you just profit despite the pain of others. Absolutely. The devil, I profit from the pain of others. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. I mean, man, I, I could fight myself at my hypothetical strongest? What, what are you talking? No, I, if I win, I'll destroy my past self. It'll be like, I think it'll unmake me. I don't know, only one way to find out. And uh, I think <laughs> this version of Indigo, this past version, just like blips away uh, along with her entire PC setup. Uh, and... The room's just kind of empty for about a half hour. Away in the future, if you open your eyes, you can see present future Indigo essentially sparring with an invisible enemy despite this being the void of space. She's like, listen, quit it. You don't, you don't have any idea what you're doing. This is a bad idea. Uh, and I think what eventually happens is past Indigo, like, blips back into existence and, like, collapses to the ground, like electrified uh, her PC just in a heap she's like okay, okay I think think future me did beat me but I don't know how to feel about that it was honestly it was kind of awesome fighting my have any of you fought yourself before yeah I have we, I, we do kind of have a battle royale thing Walter, you didn't tell me about that. That's awesome. Well, I haven't made my other selves yet, so I, I guess actually I'm kind of like all 11 of them in one guy now. I'm sure you can get like a floppy or something. 
Sorry, what did, what did all of you want again? Uh, for you to leave. I mean, I, I don't want to leave. Like, they, they exiled me. I don't really, you know, if I go back, they're probably just going to, like, send me here again. You can again. go somewhere and, else. We mostly just don't want you to, like, kill people and steal their brains, frankly. If you just want to hang out and be like a VTuber, like, that's not hurting anything. Yeah, it's the whole wanting to become the greatest psychic of all time stuff and harvesting people's brains. And actually, hey, you know how to get one up on that future self you just fought? If you don't do the if you, you don't do you don't do the evil psychic plan, you don't become her. I think she just like whoop, gone. Oh damn, you're you're totally right. I get to live and I get to kick her ass. Yeah. Ah, I, I I like you, kid. You you're you're smart. You get you got good oh, thank ideas. Thank you. You're gonna have to scrap the game, I guess, but, uh, and I think in the future, you can just see the void of space crumbling away to reveal, like, a truer total void behind it, almost like the black screen of a, uh, command prompt waiting for input, and future Indigo's just like, no, 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 it, oh, god, I can't fucking believe- I have gone through over a hundred of these loops. I have done an entire... You're telling me uh, she just doesn't want to do this anymore? That is roughly correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck it. At least you idiots won't exist either. Uh, And I think as the future crumbles away, uh, you do find your own bodies and psyches crumbling away as well. Uh, Each of Odin's instances just disappear one by one. Uh, once again, Ricky's body falls limp as her future future self ceases to exist entirely, and then her body starts fading as well. And in the past, I guess all of you presumably would be losing access to those future memories, save for Indigo, because she's got, like, her shit going on, and Walter, because he's a computer. He can just back that shit up. Um, and... As the future of one year hence uh, gradually decays away to nothing, becoming no more than a possibility that never came to be, the six of you are just in a room, and Indigo's like, okay, I think I did it, but I'm not really sure, because all I did was make a decision, right? Walter, what do you think, Walter? Well, I could feel... My consciousness of my other ten selves slipping away. So I think you did it. Then he sticks a USB stick into the back of his head and said, mm, Got him back. Who who are you all and why are we here? Is this like a reality show and like I just woke up? And is there like a challenge or something? Uh, hang on a second before I ask that. And I think she's going to just like grab Walter and take him aside. Are these guys cool? Oh, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if they're really, uh, your speed exactly. You sure? Yeah, no, I'll take your word for it. Um, you all won the lottery? Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, she, she, she sure. just, like, frantically starts typing on her, like, PC that's just lying in a heap on the floor and occasionally, like, stealing glances over it. The four of you... Yeah, uh... Let's see. Uh, Ricky Ochoa, Angel Fresca, uh... I want to say... Megan Blythe? And... Sorry, she points at Tori. Did you have, like, a, a, a name, or...? Oh, uh, Pendragon. 
just oh okay. Tori Pendragon. Oh okay. Tori Pendragon. Okay. Uh, yeah, you all won. Uh, let's say a, a million dollars. Yeah, that's that Wal- Walter makes a up motion. Uh, uh ten. Ten million dollars in the lottery. Wow, that's and neat. Yeah, go uh, get tickets. I don't know if any of you live here. If you need like tickets home, you can get plane tickets home. Okay. Uh, get the hmm. uh, get the hell out of my office. Sure. Sure. Does anyone want to go get dinner? We can get really fancy, expensive dinner now. Yes, that sounds wonderful. Hell yeah. I'll be able to open a dojo with this. Okay, you need to tell me everything about you and also which, what styles you practice. Because, like, I mostly do, like, you know, a little bit of kickboxing, MMA, some grappling. How much do you two like swords? You know, I've been wanting to get into swords. I mostly do, like, hand-to-hand. Hey, I mean, I, I, eh, I, I can, I'm always down to try and get a new hobby. I mostly just play phone games. Oh, I, I will be happy to tell you all about them. What games do you have on your phone? Oh, Cookie Clicker. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah! I, I think an update's dropping in like a month. Oh sick! That's good because I've got all the buildings and things have really plateaued. Yeah, uh, but Cookie Clicker's a competition, so that one I play. Uh, I think the four of you leave the building and just continue your conversation as you head out into the January nine years from this podcast whenever you're listening to I thought it was like only a year a that year, this started a year before when- <laughs> no 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 uh, yeah. a year before 10 years in the future from when the listeners is listen the angel even podcast. here is the angel it's alive I- I'm going to need to... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm fine. I'm, I'm going to need to make one of those, like, uh, a grammar charts to figure out the structure uh-huh. of that sentence that just Fans, happened. Fans, please figure out the timeline of I Alone Crush and then tell me it, because I, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you head out into the January of not the new year uh, <laughs> evening and uh, head out to get dinner, I guess, and I think... Indigo is just there with Walter, sort of musing on the whole thing. You know, it's been like 200 years since you left your home world. And I'm like, not even 11 times the psychic power of what I was, but more like to the power of 11 times. You want to try going back? Oh, that's not a bad idea. You, Walter, tell me something. Uh Uh-huh. Did I ever figure out how to run Doom on you? You know, I don't think you ever got that. Give me two months, and then we can ship out. Eidolon Playtest is produced by Audio Entropy. You can follow Maxi at Max Knightley, Iris at Stilts the GM, Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, and Crystal at Arcane Crystal. Next week, on July 4th for subscribers and July 11th for everyone else, we'll be starting Eidolon Giants, a bizarre detective story GM'd by Luke, taking place in the, you know, kinda overrated city of New York. You know, it's no Chicago, it's no Boston, it's alright. But the story is great, so see you then! (laughs) 